Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Ian Clayton again, uh, speaking on Wisdom's Echo podcast by Origin Gate. So good to be back with you again today. I've been looking forward to continuing our little journey into this, which is going to take us a number of weeks, of course, to get through. And um, and so a number of sessions actually to get through. And so it's um, fascinating. So just quickly recapping, we were talking about hope before in the last session um, at the towards the end of it. But if we hope for that which we see not, then we do with patience wait for it. One of the key components that I think is connected to hope, of course, is faith. Now, it's very difficult when we do not see the t- physical tangible, tangible evidence, which is the thing that we struggle with with regards to hope and faith and how they operate as a gateway, um, two pillars on a gateway to the entry of the Ark of Yahweh that operates through these two realms that open up around us when we begin to age with, engage with them simultaneously. But one of the things with hope is hope becomes an anchor for the soul. Hope has the capacity to reach into the future, to reposition us in the future, and then be able to, from the future, as a son beholding Yahweh's design for our body, be able to administrate into the earth through our physical being the full measure of what Yahweh is wanting to see unlocked here within creation. And so so hope is an amazing thing. It's a peg that goes into the future, anchors into something in the future, and then you it's it's because it's linked to desire, linked to intent, linked linked into faith, linked into hope, linked into the four faces of the way of the sovereignty of the way this works. I found that that it, it, it gets tried and, and I believe right across creation, right across the earth itself, there is a great trial of our faith that is is underway with regards to who are we as a son, where is the power, you know, where is the this realm of the restoration of a physical entity that we've all been pushing into for years and it's, as I said before, this is a journey that I am personally on and I am so excited about it, um, you know, even though it's by faith, even though it's with the anchor of hope, engaging with the future, knowing what happened with Yeshua when he was raised from the dead, the resurrection body and the promise given to you and I to be able to be as he is in this life. It is one of the things I think that has kept me moving forward regardless and foray, you know, having forays into some of this, um, regardless of what goes on around me, because I know this is in the Word. The Word says this very clearly, and we, particularly with regard to the redemption of the body. And so, anyway, but I want to I want to link into now and carry on talking about the scripture in the first session that I read out, just to try and begin to engage in a little deeper manner some of the some of the protocols, not even protocols, some of the processes that through the word I am, I am learning to instigate in, in and around my life so that kind of kind of helps process everything to me is process not it's not instantaneous not instant coffee this is a process of assimilation so that every single one of your cells becomes part of the collective of the life of Yahweh of course we all know that our cellular system and our physical body is replaced over a seven-year period so for the first metaphysical change really it's a seven-year period of continuing to think the same thing and to increase the level of that thinking so every cell of your body is accumulating the knowledge that you're thinking about to assimilate inside itself the very thoughts that you're thinking today so what you are thinking today 
literally lays the platform for who you are going to be tomorrow. Because as a man thinks, so he is. And so so anyway, let's pick this up here. So it says, but with but if we hope for that which we see not, then do we with patience wait for it? Again, we have to wait and engage with this thing. Now the word says that some died believing in the in the book of in the, in, in the book of Acts. When the Romans went after the, the church that was there, they began to, to, to look for this process. They began to still looking, yet dying, being torn asunder, being ripped. And this is what hope does. Hope helps you. The same with Stephen when he's being stoned. His hope was not in this life. It was in another transcended life that he was able to be a participator with right through the process of being stoned. Even though he was being pelted with stones, there was this hope that was inside of him. And so we now come to verse 26 of chapter 8, and it says this, Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So let's talk about this issue here of praying in the Spirit. It is one of the most vital key ingredients to us as a believer moving forward into the resurrection of our body, into the complete adoption of our body, into the measure of sonship so that it, it takes on the image of our Father. And I'm sorry, but um, if you believe in rapture the theology, you have no hope for the future. Rapture does not give you a hope for the future, but transfiguration does. It lays up the, the storehouse for an overcoming generation of men and women that will then be able to facilitate what Yahweh wants here in creation, continuing to exist to that point in the 13th age when we will create a new heaven and new earth to be able to do as our Father has done, which is what the scripture says we will do, and greater. I still can't imagine the greater. But anyway, let's move right along. So likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. So it's the Spirit of God who dwells physically in our body. In the very first session I did on this, I started talking about how the how the Holy Spirit lives in our physical entity. And it's so important for us to, to maintain the conscious awareness of this, that the person of the Holy Spirit lives in my physical DNA. Now, this becomes the tabernacle the dwelling place of god himself the holy spirit okay so our godhead is three parts father son holy spirit but they're all one through the through the realm of sovereignty which engages with them as they place a union between them all when you when christ said if you've seen me you've seen the father so to understand them we must understand that there are separate um, functions but they're still one different expressions but they're still one they're complete unity they they they, they are they are a collective unto their own where they are gathered within themselves in one so the holy spirit lives in my physical body the father lives in my spirit the flame of me as a god-spirited one which is energized or connected with their flame, the Yechida of Yahweh that burns in my spirit the day that I get born again. I, my spirit literally came alive to its origins, which was in Yahweh. And so the act between my spirit and my physical body is important because in my soul, Christ can get formed then. So let's talk. Let's come back to talking about the body here. So the, likewise, the spirit itself helps our infirmities for we know what, what we should pray as we ought but the spirit itself so the holy spirit i mean this is weird 
that the Holy Spirit has the capacity to actually help deal with our infirmities, to actually not only, um, oh Lord, not, not only see complete restoration, but see a metamorphosis of our physical entity as he restrings us according to the pattern of heaven. Currently, we are, we are strung according to the pattern of a genealogy of a mother and father. But in the Melchizedek order, we, we will be without mother and father. No recognizable human genetic code as we have been restrung with the presence of our father manifesting himself in our physical form. It's this this process that the Holy Spirit begins to quicken. Remember, every single cell of your body is activated by the Holy Spirit. So the moment we start to engage praying in the Spirit, our spirit being begins to come alive with His presence to materialize the very substance of heaven in our physical entity. And so when, when we have infirmities, one of the one of the ways that I am learning, now please get don't get me wrong. I still suffer in my body, but I am on a journey and I'm sharing this journey with you so that you get an idea that there is a hope for your future. So one of the things I'm doing with my physical entity is when there is a infirmity within my body, if the Holy Spirit, according to the word, helps my infirmities, for we don't know what we, what we should be praying which had you know all we all we have reference for for praying for the sick is the same way of laying on hands through the gift of the spirit which is called the healing of the, the healing of the sick to lay hands on the healing of the sick it's one of the gifts of the spirit it's not a it's not a lifestyle it, the gift is a doorway that shows us that it's possible the problem is we've made it a ministry instead of just a doorway for us to go through to possess what we saw there that was physically manifested in the earth with a, which is a complete reconstruction and adoption as part of that body that was infirmed back into reality of the redemption of the body into full measured wholeness and so it's this wholeness that i'm after and so anyway one of the key components to this is engaging physically so when there is an ailment around my body i begin to pray in the spirit begin to actively engage with whatever piece of my body is in is infirm begin to engage with it praying in the spirit and because i'm praying in the spirit i'm now praying the flawless perfect will of my father into existence engaging with my with my spirit being the physical form of my body Arcing with the Holy Spirit, who is now praying through me to engage with my physical form, to begin to engage with the supply that is needed through the muscular tissue system, through whatever is needed within the, the organs, within the skeletal system, within the, the framework of our physical body, to position your focus around that and begin to pray in the Spirit and engaging with it. Why? Because the Holy Spirit then is praying the fullest perfect will of Yahweh into my physical form not only that but the holy spirit now is engaging with a why to be my burden bearer for this iniquity and not only that but through the activation of light of who our father is and of course everything that was created and made came out of light the light of the holy spirit then can begin to get released intercellularly within that part of our physical form begin to engage with this successfully over and over and over and over and over and over, and over until until it happens 
so for me there are times when i would spend two or three hours sometimes just praying in the spirit just engaging with this part of my body loving it engaging with the supply of yahweh allowing the holy spirit through me to make intercession for my physical form so that the structure of my body can become obedient to the will of my father which is to have no infirmity which is to have to which is to not be sick now again like i am on a journey with this and I, again I'm, I'm saying this over and over and over and over and over this is something new for many of us this is a process that is is new for for many of us and so again this is just laying the foundation for where i want to go in the next eight or nine or ten sessions as we work our way through what does it mean to have a, a corporate body the corporate cellular system of my body the corporate son of man in me manifesting physically in my physical form to precipitate the way of Yahweh to be revealed in my physical nature. And so it's it's this adoption, this, this redemption of our body that the Holy Spirit helps to engage with. Now, there will be times, and I have found this, when I'm praying in the Holy Spirit like this, and there comes a point where through interfacing with the Holy Spirit and acting with Him as a spirit entity being, acting with Him in my physical form, there comes a point at times where I have not been able to speak and even pray in the Spirit. And this is what happens when you begin to get right down into the mobilizing of the intercellular system of your physical entity is that there is an inability to speak with the groan of the Holy Spirit laying in us to bring our body into full redemption, to unlock the fabric of his own name within the record of our DNA so that our DNA can begin to get restrung by the record of our father's DNA, the full blossoming of our, you know, it's not even a reflection. I used to talk about how we're going to reflect the light of Yahweh. It's not that, it's actually us. We are going to become the light. And the Holy Spirit, of course, is the light that is manifested in the earth at this point in time to reveal to us the full measure of who our God is. And it's again, this is a process. And so I've just learned how to notch down, lock down, focus into some of these pieces that have become so, so, so important for us moving forward as a son of Yahweh to be revealed here in creation, to manifest the fullness of God on the earth. You know, as he is, so am I in this life. Not when you die. We are going to bear the image of our father, lion, ox, eagle, man, carrying the glorified physical structured body of the of the light of his presence. Every single cell of our body being a capacitor for the carrier of the light of Yah. And this is what the Holy Spirit does when he engages with us, when he sits within us and we give him room to move in our physical entity as we are yielded in our, in our way of our voice, our tongue, where he takes possession of our tongue and begins to engage with us to supply to us what we need within our physical entity. I hope, you, uh, I hope you've enjoyed the session. This is Ian Clayton signing off and Wisdom's Echo. Shalom. Have a great day.